0: going to begin with health news, as experts are urging everyone to keep taking basic precautions with COVID and flu cases both spiking in North Carolina. COVID hospitalizations and particles in wastewater are at their highest level since last January, but there's actually been an even bigger spike in flu cases. More North Carolinians are currently hospitalized with the flu than with COVID for the first time since the COVID pandemic began. COVID and flu vaccines are both widely available, and health officials say it's important to stay up to date on both. Well, it is the first week of the year, so the Chapel Hill Town Council has the week off, but when they meet again next week, they'll be starting an hour earlier than usual. Going forward, the Town Council will meet at 6 p.m. instead of 7, part of an effort to be more responsive to community needs. Chapel Hill Mayor Jess Anderson with more on that.
1: The first thing is, I think, some low-hanging fruit. We are starting our meetings at 6 o'clock instead of seven o'clock. And our work sessions will start at six instead of 6.30. Um, and that really was seemed like an easy way to make it easier for people to go home at a reasonable hour, for the public to feel like they could come and not have to wait there till 11 p.m. to talk about something important to them. Um, we're also moving back when we get our informational packets. And, and that's about um, making sure we have time in between when kind of the official information from the down, to the town goes out and when we vote or take action on something. And what I'm really focused on is how do we have community engagement and council interests addressed during that slightly longer period and really making sure that when people come talk to us that um, – they they feel like they've been heard. We can't promise that we do everything that we hear, but making sure that we have the time before we're voting to hear from the public and see how we can address interests when they're aligned with our overall vision and strategies.
0: It's Chapel Hill Mayor Jess Anderson speaking there. In Chatham County, meanwhile, the town of Pittsburgh is moving its town hall location this month from 635 East Street down the road to 287 East Street inside the Main Street Station building. Officials say the move is to free up space for the police department, which will take over that former town hall location. Town offices will be closed from January 11th through the 15th, so not this weekend but next. To accommodate the move, the new town hall Will open on Tuesday the 16th. Now to Carborough, where a nonprofit called the Refugee Community Partnership recently got a big funding boost for a program called Vault or Voices for Advancement until Language Transformation that helps non English speakers navigate the healthcare system. Vault was just named as one of 10 recipients of the JMK Innovation Prize, and that comes with $150,000 in funds. Here's Director Daniela Rignambo on the importance of the program.
2: By connecting this data, we are able to give feedback to healthcare providers to make sure that if they have the language service in place, maybe to reframe the way they are providing that that service. In some of our funding, we find that a lot of the interpreters at hospitals are given when the patient is in front of the doctor and not before that and not after that but we all know like as a patient your appointment doesn't start when you you're in front of the doctor your appointment actually starts when you're actually thinking about going to the doctor and do you have access to calling your healthcare provider do you have access to get an appointment when you get to the hospital are you able to communicate what you need are you able to tell the nurse what's wrong with you so a lot of that issue is not documented anywhere but with the data that we are collecting involved, we are able to show that journey of a patient when they're going to the hospital.
0: That's Daniella Ronyambo speaking there. You can listen back to the full conversation with both her and Chapel Hill Mayor Jess Anderson in the News on the Hill section of our website, chapelboro.com. And visit chapelboro for more local stories as well, including a look at this year's annual music video from the staff at UNC Children's Hospital, helping ring in 2024. Finally, the Tar Heel basketball team has a long history of players on the U.S. Olympic team with several gold medalists. The first ever gold medalist from UNC is a major figure in the sport. Maybe not the first name that jumps to mind, but one you'll recognize. Reagan Allen filed this report from the UNC Media Hub, taking a closer look at Larry Brown. Who didn't want to be Larry Brown? Larry was, was a god as an athlete. So you dress like him. So you
2: stand like him. So you try to talk like player
3: There are many words to describe Larry Brown, MVP, All-Star, Hall of Famer, and even Olympian. But his basketball career officially took off when he labeled himself a Tar Heel. Brown came to UNC in 1960, where he played under legendary coaches Frank McGuire and Dean Smith. He said they mentored him on and off the court.
4: You know, everybody I always felt was jealous about the relationship the Carolina players had toward one another. They all wondered why our family was so strong. I think it started with Coach McGuire and Coach Smith.
3: The two coaches helped Brown navigate college life and enhance his skills on the basketball court. After his time at Carolina, Brown was selected for the USA Olympics team and immediately started practicing with new players and a new coach.
4: We had a unique experience. We went over to Pearl Harbor to practice for 30 days, and we stayed in the Marine barracks. Actually, we shared bunk beds. We were the first college team that was ever really an underdog, and we ended up beating the Russians and winning the gold medals, so that was something that was pretty incredible.
3: Brown's time as part of the Carolina basketball program helped prepare him for the big stage. However, he said there were differences between the two.
4: Naturally, when you represent your country, it's a whole different dimension. You know, when you put on a Carolina jersey and you know you're a part of the program and all the, the tradition here and what's going on before you and after you, it means so much.
3: Bill Ford, longtime friend of Brown and Tar Heel alum, credits UNC for instilling positive values and shaping his basketball skills.
2: It's a different set of values. You know, when you're, when you're playing at Carolina, you know, with me, I always wanted to be a Tar heel.
3: He joined the list of Carolina alumni who've won gold in Montreal at the 1976 Olympics.
2: Coach Brown won a gold medal. Charlie Scott won a gold medal. And the Olympics wasn't something that I was looking at when I chose North Carolina. But when Coach Smith was going to be the coach of the Olympic team, it stood in the back of my mind that's something that I would like to do.
3: Later, the two players turned coaches worked together in leading the Detroit Pistons to an NBA championship in 2004.
2: When I was with Coach Brown, it was just a a sea of knowledge was out there for you to grab. It was just an honor for me to be on his staff and, and an honor for me to sit beside him on the bench.
3: David Hanners was assistant coach to Larry Brown for the Detroit Pistons and has worked closely with him and Coach Smith. He sees similarities in how they led their teams
4: their love for their players, uh, the respect for the players, their knowledge of the game, their curiosity about the game. But they were both, in my opinion, the two best coaches I've ever coached.
3: Brown's tie to Carolina was stronger than ever with three granddaughters in attendance at UNC.
4: I don't know how many people in my family have gone here and i have a couple of granddaughters that are left and i'm hoping that you know they might be lucky enough to come here when you represent your country uh, you represent your family as well and they take as much pride in it as you do
3: reagan allen reporting
0: and you can read more stories from the unc media hub at their website mediahub.unc.edu Time is six nineteen. time now for sports, brought to you this hour by CIMG Residential Mortgage. Big news from the Tar Heel football world, after four total years with UNC, Gene Chizik is out as Carolina's defensive coordinator. Head coach Mac Brown made that announcement yesterday, saying it was a mutual agreement and also praising Chizik as, quote, one of the best football coaches I've worked with in 46 years of coaching. Chizik added his own positive statement, saying, quote, being a part of 36 wins and two ACC Coastal Champions in four years has truly been a blessing. Chiswick spent the last two seasons in Chapel Hill after a previous two-year stint in 2015 and 16. Last year, Carolina gave up more than 400 yards a game. That was 95th in the nation. In addition to Chiswick, UNC is also parting ways with defensive line coach Tim Cross. Cross arrived with Mac Brown back in 2019, but Carolina has finished ninth or lower in the ACC in sacks in four of the last five seasons. Defensive backs coach Charlton Warren will take over as assistant head coach for defense. Senior defensive analyst Ted Monacino will coach the D-line and the team will conduct a national search for their next defensive coordinator. Turning to basketball, big congrats to Tar Heel senior Alyssa Usby. Just named one of five Women's Players of the Week by the U.S. Basketball Writers Association for her performance against Clemson on Sunday. 21 points and 11 rebounds to lead Carolina to victory in their ACC opener. Usby and the Tar Heels are back in action tonight, hosting Syracuse at 6 p.m. We'll have all the action for you right here on WCHL immediately following News on the Hill. In lacrosse, the Tar Heel women checked in at number three in USA Lacrosse's national preseason poll, just behind number one Northwestern and number two Boston College. Those were the two teams that met in the title game last season. Carolina's year begins on February 10th, and they'll be on the road that day, taking on eighth ranked James Madison. And the schedule is out for UNC men's tennis ahead of their spring season. That starts next weekend as Carolina hosts the Tar Heel Invitational. You can get the full schedule for them on the Carolina Athletics website website, goheels.com.